Heyo, everybody. How are you? This is Parlance. <laughs> and this is Fresher. I realize now that uh, what I normally do is I post uh, on our Facebook feed that we're going live, and I didn't do that yet. Oh, no. Yeah, so people don't even know that we're live right now. I mean, they should because it's the same time every week. But it is, but I think they need to figure that out themselves. I know they need a link. There's a, yeah, well, that's a... there is no link. Nobody knows yeah, how to link here right exactly, now. Exactly, exactly. <laughs> but um, cool. So, while well, we set that up really quick, I'm um, yeah. You riff a little bit while I do that Riffing, real quick. Riffy wiffy. So it's September. That's crazy. I thought because uh. Yeah, August is already over. But um, I thought it was also crazy that, and awesome that Google is officially blocking uh, Flash ads from September 1st to try to finally make Flash die. So that's pretty sweet. So if that, the, like some Flash ad just starts on your page, they're just going to like automatically like pause it and like make it not play. Interesting. Yeah, so finally, maybe Flash will die. People have tried to kill Flash forever. Like, Adobe doesn't even support Flash anymore. That's not a thing that they do. Like, they already, like, made that language dead. So is it all supposed to move to HTML5? Yeah, like, since, like, a couple years ago. So Hmm. I don't know why anyone... And it's crazy, too, because most of the video players still use Flash for their video players. Those are totally not going to work. People have been really slow to move away from Flash because it's really insecure and it's like really slow and poorly made. <laughs> but it's getting closer. Flash ads getting blocked. There you go. Um, that it's cool. It's like a homemade uh, ad blocker. Well, I don't think there's very much things using Flash anymore, are there? I mean, yeah, that's what I would. That's what I'm saying. I think that there is like. It's surprising how much stuff still uses Flash. When you right-click on stuff and it's Flash, it's like a lot. Like ads, for one thing, are a whole bunch. If you go to YouTube, like depending on how you have it set, it'll be a Flash video player. If you go to like most places that have like Comedy Central or something, that's going to be a Flash video player. Almost any person, I mean, company who has a uh, video player is usually Flash. Right. I don't know about um, uh, Vimeo. Vimeo. All right, let me see what that one is. Oh man, I'm like really failing on on uh, posting we this thing. Got a tweet from uh, Tom. What does it say? He says nothing on Facebook. The list have to hunt you down. It's Which on. Is- it's on. We just put it on right now. We put it just on. <laughs> and not only did I put it on, I put it on twice by accident. I I shared it That's by accident. Up. I'm deleting it. Delete. Nice. So yeah, as we sort out through, we uh, we uh, we uh, did have some uh, work. I had some work stuff to do right, reading right up to the show. So I was kind of like uh, in a hurry to kind of like get on air. Didn't have much prep time. So uh, we have a new slogan here at the Freshman Parland Show. Oh yeah, uh, yeah. Unrehearsed, unprepared, unwatchable. <laughs> Freshman Parland Show. Is that, is that what? Is that what it was? We talked about it, but I can't remember if that was exactly what it was. Well, it was unlistenable, but I'm just changing it to unwatchable because we're live right now. So oh, it's yeah. like, fresh in parlance. Unwatchable. <laughs> unprepared. I like it. Uncensored. I go. like it. 
Um, so, I mean, this is the big question, and I purposely did not ask it to you all week. Based on what we learned about millennials on their birthdays and having birthday oh, booty. Yeah. Birthday booty. That's right. I don't know. I'm afraid to ask. And also, you don't have to kiss and tell. But did you get some <laughs> birthday booty? Did you get some no, birthday booty? I did not. Oh. Uh, as expected. I didn't try. So, you know. I could have, like, played that card, go to the bars. Hey, you know, it's my birthday. You know what they say. <laughs> <laughs> I didn't use that line. <laughs> You know what they say about birthdays. <laughs> so well, one of my friends who's like super good at karaoke though, he always on like birthdays, birthday karaoke birthday parties, definitely sings birthday sex. Well, I don't the even song. know what that what the heck is birthday sex? You don't know the song? I like actually I don't know who uh who sings it, but it's a good song. I've never heard it. I've never really? heard it. Classic. It's uh who is it? What? Wait. Is it? What? Wait. I don't know. I don't know who it is. Yeah, I'm. I feel like. Um, what? Yeah. Look at this. The first one Parland show went up twice on our Twitter feed. Can't can't get rid of that. That's what I. That's what I don't like about it. Man, we're way off rails tonight. You're talking about sexy stuff. I'm tweeting twice. And <laughs> Facebooking twice. Um. I have, Just like how we roll here. It's been like yeah. that from the beginning. Well, all right. So let me, speaking of uh, the lights going out on this show, uh, this weekend um, we had a massive windstorm, and it was really bizarre because the wind came through ahead of, like, the rain itself. So it was sunny, and we were getting, like, 60-mile-an-hour gusts of wind. Yeah, that and, was crazy. And where I live, the wind was coming in one particular direction, and I was hearing trees just crumbling. So um, our neighbor's house got hit with a tree that fell down, a pretty substantial one. Like, think of my head and then double yeah. it. Like, maybe not, maybe a little bit wide, like more circular than my beautifully oblong-shaped head. But the, um, <laughs> I, mean, I don't think that this is double your head like that. <laughs> well, it's not double my head, but it was pretty big. Anyway, so that came down, and uh, in the morning, as I was I was upstairs, I was doing some uh, folding of the laundry, as you would say, and uh, I heard the wind <laughs> start. Yeah, I was folding what, the laundry. Like a secret term? That's a euphemism for taking your clean clothes and and folding them in such a way that are able to be put into drawers. Can you just put unfolded stuff in drawers? Yeah, you probably can, but I don't think it's as neat. Oh, it's definitely not as neat. And it's not as, it's hard to find stuff if you just, like, I don't, you know, the people who are, like, super anal about their clothing situation, they will, like, fold their um, their socks and underwear in a really, well, actually, my underwear's folded in a very neat manner, but uh, socks, I'm not really neat on the socks. I just put them together, bind them up, and then just throw them in the drawer. My socks are all organized, and my underwear, and my shirts and pants. I don't believe you. <laughs> I bought a specific drawer just for socks. So you have a sock drawer. Just like it's outside of other pieces of furniture. You have just a piece of furniture that is de- solely designated for sock uh, organization? Uh, pretty much. I mean, I bought, yeah, I bought one of those like Ikea Besta things and then have a t-shirt drawer, an underwear drawer, a sock drawer, and a pants drawer. You put your pants in a drawer? Yeah, I do put my pants in a drawer. That's weird. (laughs) 
This is sticking with the drawers. How, what am I supposed to do with them? Do you put your drawers in your drawers? I do put my drawers in my drawers. Why do they put? Why do you think they call underwear drawers? That is a good point. I don't know. Maybe because you a drawstring. I have no. What? Wait, your, what, how do you wait a minute. Your underwear has drawers in it. No, your underwear doesn't have a drawstring on it. It could. I mean, old timey ones would maybe like a swimsuit. They didn't have elastic. Wouldn't those be uh, knickers? Oh, yeah. Well, isn't it the same thing? What's the difference? No, I, I think your drawers are your underpants or your underwear. How do you, is that like, how do you spell that? D-R-A-W-E-R-S. I'm pretty sure. Underwear. I'm pretty impressed with Tom Brew, by the way, finding us without even. I know Facebook. that's good. That's that good. Is, that is pretty amazing. I don't I know. We... we might have our uh, our top uh, top person for the week. Yeah, because I mean, Leonard did. So this is these you these are our loyalists. Is Tom and Leonard, man? They, Graham they, too. Graham watches a and, lot. Well, and that is true. I you know what. I take that back. And by the way, I have DVDs here that we need to send out that we gave away probably on episode 35. <laughs> yeah. the DVDs? I still have them here. I still have them. I need to send them out. Like literally, we gave these away. They're sitting here right by the desk. Look at Leonard. These, this has come to you, Leonard. Ch- Texas Chainsaw Massacre, Collector's Edition, Fresher and Parlance Edition, Willow Creek, Whitewash, whatever that is, Last Passenger. <laughs> They're so old, you don't even remember what they are. They're so old that they they were they, they're so old now they're collector's editions. That's how <laughs> that's how old they are. Um, just anyway, a, a quick tie-in on the previous word word talk. Uh, apparently, drawers for underwear is specifically it's an old British word for women's knickers, probably originated from drawing up the underwear, uh, as in drawing curtains closed open. So interesting because I said knickers. You did so, also say knickers, which I don't know why drawers and knickers it just rolled off my tongue. Apparently, yeah. To this definition thing, they're used together. But anyways, you were saying. Uh, yeah. So I was saying that um, I, I have two things I want to I kind of get into. Actually, I have a number of things I want to get into. But we lost power. Is what I, I was going right? to get into. I was folding. I, I was folding the laundry, shoving them into drawers. And uh, I, I heard the wind whipping, and I, 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 here's the thing. A strong fart will knock <laughs> the power out of, in my, my area. As a matter of fact, on Friday, the day after last week's show, my power went out for, a, for three hours just in the morning for no good reason. No good reason. The power just went out. It was like, a, it was like, a, it was like a preemptory kind of like a preparedness uh, training for us losing power. For the next day, because the next day, like I said, we were having these up to 60 mile per hour gusts in sunny weather. And I heard started whipping around and I went downstairs and I said to my uh, my wife, I said, charge your shit because <laughs> because we're going to lose power. And she's like, OK, so like t- like two minutes after I said that the lights flickered. Yeah. And about 40 minutes after that, at, a, at like 11.30-ish in the morning, yeah. around there, power went out. Power went out. And uh, so normally, like with these storms, like, you know, you get your power restored 
you know, afterwards. But the thing is, is that the the dry weather here, because we normally get these winter wind windstorms in the winter in the fall where there's no leaves on the trees. And we've also had a very dry summer. And, um, oh, crap, only on me? Oh, my gosh. We got we got a note from uh, from Tom Brew. I appreciate that, Tom. Thank you for looking out Filling for us. us. Yeah. It's, well, I mean, so anyway, there we go. We fixed that. Um, uh, the So the power went out, and we were like, well, there goes that. That's the end of the day. And um, and the wind was whipping around, and then I I everything was out, all the power was out, and then I started looking online, and I called the you know the Puget Sound Energy, and I'm like, yo, what up? Like, and, you know, they're like, there are 956 customers without power in your affected area. But then, um, <laughs> I like that. Yo, what up? There are 900. <laughs> <laughs> Thanks. <laughs> consider it reported yeah. um so uh we walk after the wind comes by and the rain had yet to start we took a walk and uh around like a bunch of the neighborhoods there was trees down everywhere our neighbors had have like emergency crews come and like remove trees off their roof uh and off yeah, their thing uh... our next door neighbor had a branch rip off a tree and just missed their house like a giant branch. And, and the reason why I meant that I keep getting sidetracked, but we've had a very dry summer here with the leaves as well. I guess those two things in combination with the dryness, oh, yeah. dryness and heavy uh, have, uh, heavy winds lead to disaster, apparently. So um, trees were down everywhere, everywhere. Power was out everywhere. I, actually, I think people just got in certain areas near me. Ooh, power. Crazy. Yeah, they got power yesterday. That was that one area in Seattle where, like, the whole, like, strip of trees along the street, they all just, like, blew down sideways. But, like, with their roots and just the whole parking strip was up. Like, six or seven trees. It's, it was crazy. So, anyway, um, so Saturday we were like, well, we got to get out of here. So, we, I drove, um, we drove down to Bellevue and, and we went to see a movie. And uh, so I, while I'm in the movie, and I'll get into that because I went to see The Man from Uncle. Um, yeah. And I'll give you a quick spoiler uh, free review of that, like a quick, like two second thing on it. Um, and I'm checking in the theater on my cell phone, and we're, we ha- my charger was like starting to die. Like my phone was starting to die. We had the, our portable chargers, and those were starting to die. Um, and there was like no update, no update, no update. <laughs> and I'm like, oh boy, this is going to be it. So we come home. At you know whatever went to a ten o'clock movie, get home at like one or one thirty. Power's still yeah. out. The power's still out. So we're like, well, so much for that. Maybe they'll you know they'll get it fixed overnight. We wake up in the morning, power's still out, and we're Damn. like, oh man. So now I'm starting to get worried because you know my 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 freezer. Like if you look, it says like twenty four hours. Oh, wait, all that stuff in the freezer. So like twenty four hours after the if it's if it's a, a mildly empty freezer, things will start to melt. 48 hours for full freezers. Yeah. Um, so my freezer in my garage, I had been slowly peeling away food and eating it. And it was like light. It was light. So I'm like, oh, I have to go out and get some ice or something. Oh, and like, yeah. That's so I'm, I'm waiting, I'm waiting, I'm waiting, I'm waiting. I'm like, you know what? I'm just going to go out. Like, I'm just thinking that the, the power is going to come back on. because, But there's still no update on the website. 
So I head down to the, the, the downtown. Wait, how did you have internet? Just from the cell service? My cell service, which, by the way, was getting taxed so hard because it was like the only means of internet. Yeah, it and was, so everyone it, uses it? Everyone was using it. It was like coming in at like slower than 2G. <laughs> it, was, it was ridiculous. So um, we, I, I'm like, all right, I'm going to just hop in a car. I'm going to go down to the Safeway and I'm going to pick it up. So I go down to the Safeway and I'm like, oh, no. The power was out at the Safeway. What? And all the streetlights were out. I thought out. they have generators. Dude, every, it was no power at the Safeway. The doors were completely open. They were they were not allowing people to buy the food from the from the areas that were for, like the chicken and the beef and all this stuff because legally they weren't allowed to sell it because the power went out. So they essentially lost all their stock. They had no ice, no ice to be found. But not only that, 522, you know, that major three-way that goes yeah, through, yeah. all the power lights, all the lights were out. The, the street, oh, like the, the like um the red lights were all out uh, still and this is like 24 hours later so i'm like a- dude i'm like they're never gonna fix our stuff if they're like if the power's not on in like a major like urban freeway they're never <laughs> gonna like they're not gonna get to our neighborhood which is only 958 customers are with power in your area um so, so how long did it take well here's the thing i then went on a first i went to another Safeway. No ice. I went to another Safeway. No ice. So I'm like, oh my god, there's no ice anywhere because everyone had the same idea as me, probably at the exact same time. So because <laughs> it was like just the 24 hours later. Yeah. So I um I quickly called uh, my wife. Like, there's no there's no ice anywhere, man. We're just gonna have to like if it's if it's starting to melt, we're just and um and she's like, yeah, yeah. And she's like, well, you know, maybe Dwayne Reed or something will have it, like a whatever, like a a, a pharmacy. And I'm like, uh, well, I'm not going to really pass them. But it, so I was like, I'm driving down. I'm like, I'll stop at 7-Eleven. I'll check out 7-Eleven on the way home. Um, and I stop at the 7-Eleven and uh, they had ice, but they only had like seven bags of ice. And it was like the last bags. And they had like cheese sauce, icy syrup, um, like hot dog crust buns. Like it was like the most disgusting bags of ice I've ever seen. Wait, in my that answer. stuff was on the bags. On the bags, they they clearly had been there for probably ten years. <laughs> like they were the very, you know, like the ice never gets to the bottom. Yeah, you know, yeah, they, it was like the, they just yeah. throw more ice on the top, and whatever there was, all this shit that was spilled on the ice over the years, just like yeah, that's gross. it's way down. And I'm like, well, whatever, I'll just buy four bags or five bags. So I'm like carrying them and there's no shopping carts at 7-Eleven. So I'm carrying four bags and I like put them down the counter. There's like blue streaks and sticky on my hands and like ketchup on my shirt. What? And I'm, yeah. So I'm like, he, he's like, how many bags, sir? And I'm like four bags. So, uh, it's like I, Apu right there. Yeah. Uh, I was trying not to do Apu, but it came out as Apu. Excuse me. <laughs> it was just like natural. Yeah. You were trying to talk normal, but it was yeah. like, just came out. Up it. it just came out. Yeah. And so I, this story is going way long, but I'm getting to the punchline. So I come home and I, I bought this giant cooler, like one of those coolers that like keeps ice for 48 hours. You know what I'm talking about? Like one of those industrial strength coolers. That, oh like, yeah. 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 That you like literally like screw down, like use a Phillips head to like open it. That's not true, but it's equivalent to that. And um, so I'm like, okay, I'll, I'll just like, you know, I start putting the ice in, I'm going to rage in the ice and, uh, I, cl- I close the cooler and I go, I go into the house and I'm, and I'm, I yell up to my mom, I'm like, I'm home. I have the ice and the, <laughs> the lights turned on. What? Yeah. 
Like, right then? Like, right then. I couldn't even tell this. I couldn't even make that up. It, the lights turned on, and I was like, ugh. <laughs> was it like, yeah, Exactly. It was like, Like, everything turned on. Like, TVs were, like, TVs were turned on. Uh, my, like, uh, Alexa or whatever is like, I can understand you now. Like, <laughs> Did it, it, say like, that, really? Uh, actually, what it did say was, and I was going to get to that, is like, I cannot connect to the internet right now. Please check your internet connection. Because, as it turns out, we got our power back, but the cable was out because the cable got ripped uh, out. Of- yeah. So, anyway, so we had no internet and no, um, and no cable for another 24 hours. Damn, dude. Um, but it, it was uh, definitely, uh, I, I rented Kingsman. The, Where did the, you rent it? From Redbox. Oh, Redbox. Ugh. I know. I know how you feel about physical media, but I rented it. And uh, so two things. Kingsman is very, very good. Very That's the good. one about like the Secret Service or something, right? Yeah, it's like a British it's like a British super secret agency and they're like supposed to be like knights of the round table sort of situation. Yeah. Where like when one dies they replace them, but they have the same name, like Lancelot or whatever any of the other names of the Knights of the Round Table is. I have no idea what the names of the Knights of the Round Table <laughs> yeah. are, but so Peter Pan. Yeah, Peter Pan, Hook, Mickey Mouse, Pluto. <laughs> Robin Hood. Yeah. Um Is so... Robin Hood the same universe as Knights of the Round Table? Mm, that's I don't know. That's a good question. I don't know. Like they're both. They're, that's not a real thing, right? Is it? The Knights, Knights I, of the thought Round the, Table? I thought the Knights of the Round Table was a real thing. Was Robin Hood a real thing? Robin Hood was not a real thing. Yeah, I don't. I don't know. Oh, quick, uh, quick shout out while you're talking about Alexa. Now that uh, we are officially on Tune In, anyone with an Alexa can say. Like, play me the Fresher and Parliament show, and it should just play. That's untested, but um, theoretically does work. <laughs> I'm, it's weird because on TuneIn, like, if I go to TuneIn.com and I type in Fresher and Parlance, it does show up. But when I, uh, I don't think Google has cached um, the latest TuneIn, like, pages yet. Oh, so because- it's not on so when I Google, when I go to t- type in TuneIn on on Google, it says search TuneIn, and I type in Fresher and Parlance. All it gives us is the uh, Mega Jam, oh, the Super, old one, right? Yeah, Supergirl show. So well, that'll um, totally it'll show up soon. Soon enough. That's right. Soon enough. Um, so anyway, yes, we are on TuneIn. I mentioned. I wanted to mention that, and thank you for bringing it up. I thought it was um, good. Yeah. So um, anyway, uh, Kingsman is phenomenal. It is a great movie, and really? I don't care. I don't care what anyone says. It is entertaining. I think my parents t- liked it. It is very entertaining, and also we everyone should just support it anyway because it's rated R, and there's very few movies that are rated R that are of that genre anymore. You know what I'm saying? What's the genre? Like spy movie. Like even James Bond is PG thirteen. You know what really? I'm saying? What yeah. about like uh, the Mission Impossible? Mission Impossible is probably PG thirteen too. Mission Impossible five. Let's see what it's rated. Uh, it's uh, PG thirteen. Yeah. Wow, that's this, surprising. Yeah. So the, what's crazy about it is that the, this movie it pulled no punches, um, literally and figuratively. It it was very violent. Had a lot of curse words. Huh. Um, and but there are some just very good spectacular fight scenes in it. Sounds cool. Is it set in like the 60s or something? Or no, time? 
it's set in current time. The Man from Uncle, which is the movie I saw on Saturday night, is set in the sixties. Oh, yeah. And uh, I I like that movie, The Man from Uncle, um, but I would I would give it a parlance. Wait for wait for the DVD. Oh, is it in the theater right now? Yeah, it's in the theater right now. It's essentially uh, uh, the TV. It's a TV show. Yeah. Um, that they turn into a movie. Oh, I also saw Ex Machina. The the oh movie. yeah yeah. And the girl who plays the the sentient AI in Ex Machina yeah. actually plays the female protagonist in Man from Uncle. So it was weird. I watched that on Friday night, Ugh, and then I watched. I heard that she did like super good because she like did all the the kind of fake movements really well that were just like on the edge of like a person you know they were natural but like somehow kind of like machiney yeah and by the way they really need to make a sequel to that movie really yeah like where she escapes or something i don't i'm not i'm not gonna give away anything to it because you you haven't seen it yet right no but i already like no i mean i'm not i'm not that interested in it oh really yeah and why is that i don't know i think it's like I'd rather have it be less, uh, I don't know, like less, less everyone dies. <laughs> uh, less but, like the machines are like bad or whatever. Well, I mean, that's what's different is that that you if you watch that, that movie, the, the, it does toe the line between, you know, she's essentially a prisoner, right? So oh yeah, well kind of. I mean, well that's what I, my point. So it brings these kind of like questions upon you as you're. Yeah, I mean that's that's what like supposed to be the. I feel like it's like I mean I didn't see it, but I feel like it's something that I want to think that I would like. But then I think it's just going to be another um, Interstellar, where it's like kind of like you know they have like the basic idea, and then they think that they went really deep with it, but then it's like totally just like a movie movie it's not like interstellar it's a, it's a very first off it's very low budget um and uh but the the plot itself is not complicated at all yeah um it does have a twist at the end two of them actually and um but it's not it's not it by no interstellar was like a big movie I'm saving the earth. I'm traveling through time. I'm doing yeah, this. I'm doing... Like, yeah, I was I was not a fan of Interstellar. Also, so, Tom says AP's review of Kingsman, it sabotages itself with tastelessness and misogyny. Um maybe. <laughs> I guess I mean from that it's current time, I guess maybe I'd check it out, but it's definitely current time, and I really and I, I'm I would have to think about the misogyny uh, to that because I actually don't think it's very misogynistic in the sense that the there are female recruits who are well respected, um, but there is one questionable scene um, and one questionable character. But nevertheless. I don't know about that because there's a um, Samuel. Ja- so I'll give you some stuff. Samuel Jackson plays the bad guy, as you know. Yeah. He has a lisp, which is weird. That's one weird thing. Um, but Wait, he is it all a, British? Do they have, all have accents? Well, Samuel Jackson's not British, but I mean, like everyone in, else is. Yeah, it's because they're they're a secret British agency. Yeah, that's what, so yeah, yeah, yeah. 
But um, he has an assistant who has uh, blades, like, you know, like um, the South African runner who went to jail for killing his wife. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. She has blades for feet, Wait, too. Wait, he went to jail for killing someone? It's, yeah, girlfriend. Oh, but are you kidding me? <laughs> I didn't, I don't, yeah, I don't think I knew that. All right. He went to jail for... He actually, I think he's about to get released because apparently you get to re- get released if you spend enough time in jail and you're a good good soldier in South Africa, but or a good prisoner, excuse me. Yeah. Um, but anyway, yeah, he got sentenced for killing his girlfriend, and it was like, he said he thought it was a burglar. You don't know what I'm talking about right now? I don't know. I don't remember that. How oh, long was it? Like, big news the last, like, maybe a year ago, two years ago. Oh, it's, that's, like, far. We were doing the show, and we probably talked about it on this we show. We probably did, but I don't remember it. So anyway, so he has a, uh, Samuel L. Jackson has a sidekick, um, like a, a assistant who has blades for legs, but literally they're not only are they blades like shaped like what the blade man, the blade runner guy was, but yeah. they're actual blades. And oh, really? she's and like super acrobatic and she like uses them to chop off limbs and heads and everything. It's pretty, pretty intense. Cool. Yeah, it's pretty good. It's pretty good. So um, if anything, the plot itself is average but the things that are great about it are great the things there is one particular scene at the end of the movie that takes place in a church do not want to spoil anything because i think you need to see this where um it might be the one of the best fighting scenes i've seen in the last decade really in anything that's pretty that's pretty good so there was a great fight scene in episode two of daredevil on netflix like a great great fight scene and it's all it's better than that. I mean, the one in Daredevil had didn't have any special effects. This one had a lot of special effects, but yeah. I don't I don't care. It might it's better. Um, so uh, to another thing, Tom Brady, dude, how do you feel? Oh about yeah, that? Tom Brady. I know. I mean, I heard about it just from you guys today. That's messed up. He got off. It's kind of it's kind of shitty, don't you think? I think so. I mean, it's like why anyway? Like why do they like? Can't they just do the thing that they said they were going to do? Like, what's their justification? So, also, I thought it was a really good point that that totally screws over people playing fantasy. That was my point. I know, that's a really <laughs> good point. Because <laughs> everyone thinks he's not going to play, so it's like, he's not a first pick, but then now he is playing. I know, it's pretty... How did yeah. they argue that? I mean, how does that make sense? So apparently, the, he got off because they, quote-unquote, didn't warn him that he could be suspended, they, they didn't, didn't warn him? No, so the judge... About over, the rules? Yeah, exactly, exactly. <laughs> they didn't warn him about breaking the rules had consequences. Um, That's crazy. But, but he... So essentially, I, I was looking at the... They said that he wasn't supplied any documentation to def, to, to refute the evidence yeah. in, during the proceeding. And they also... Um, but this isn't even a legal matter. This is just their policy. Well, it became a legal matter. He fought it to the players' union, and it had to go to a judge. I don't understand how that works. Why they get to take it to a judge? Yeah, I mean, is it? It's still like, I know it's not a legal thing. Like, it, if it's with a judge, that they make the, the judge make them do it because that's not legally binding or anything. The judge made them not. A federal judge said that the the thing was not not in the rule based off of whatever rules were in existence. Therefore, it was an uh, an illegal uh, suspension, and he and the, he overturned the suspension. And he could go back to work. It, it wasn't federally illegal. It was still only illegal to their rules. Well, it was a federal judge, but yes, yeah. it, yeah, it was. But I don't par- think it was 
federal hearing. Like, basically, you could have a. It's like having like a rent, renting cops. Like they're off duty cops. So apparent, no, I think the way it was is that he fought it in court. He said, I'm going to sue you. You can't do this to me. They, the, the NFL won the first one. Brady appealed. It went up to a higher level court. And then so it was like breach of contract type thing. Yeah. Breach of uh, the players union agreement. Huh? Yeah. So fuck that guy, by the yeah, way. It's dumb. Fuck that guy. Speaking of fantasy football. Uh, I had two drafts this week. I did not draft Tom Brady. Now I wish I did because I could have probably got him really cheap. As a matter of fact, I know I could have got him really cheap because <laughs> when he didn't go, he went way late in the yeah. In the but draft. I mean, like you would be. I don't want to draft him. He's a dick. <laughs> you know what though? Dicks prevail. <laughs> and you could quote that. Dicks prevail. Dicks prevail. Um, Seems like you could come up with it. Like, there's got to be a better phrasing of that to make it like a I don't know let's see like I don't know dicks come in first (laughs) (laughs) something like that this is is off the top of my head here but there's gotta be how about dicks come first yeah (laughs) that's yeah that's good too um so i i know you're a huge fan of my brother my brother and me yeah i think that's i mean i like our podcasts but that's probably my favorite podcast but i don't listen to super a lot of podcasts but i went and saw my brother my brother and me live at the moore theater and it's the first time i've gone to a live i mean besides every week when we do a live youtube show but a live podcast recording but it was pretty cool I like. I didn't know what it was gonna be like. I mean, they they just you know they sit at a little table, you know, in the front of the auditorium thing, but and then do their podcast. But it was pretty awesome. And then they took questions from the audience and stuff because they're like a questioning answering podcast type thing. Yeah, I I really like their their theme for their podcast. Yeah, I have me too. I've listened to their podcast on your uh, recommendation. I've yeah. actually also listened to one of their live shows that they did in a subsequently uh, previous live show. Oh yeah, and were people buying them beers because they were doing that at at the one I listened to? Uh, no, because it's it was at the Moore Theater. Like it, they were surprised because it's like a pretty big theater and it was sold out. Like it was totally sold out. Like I I thought it was pretty inspiring. Just like thinking about. People who do podcasts, like, I mean, they're not, like, that major. Like, they don't do other stuff, but they can sell out the more theater. Like, that's crazy. It's Well, here's the thing. It was Nerdapalooza weekend because... Taxes. I know, yeah. I don't know if they, like, coordinated that, but... They had to coordinate that because they probably were like, we want to go to PAX, and they were like, let's just do a show. I don't think they- that they went to PAX. What do you mean? Of course they went to PAX. Because on the, I saw them on Saturday, and on... Friday, they were in Portland for another show. And they said that they hadn't even been to Seattle. Like, they were just between the hotel and the theater. Because hmm. they had just got in. Interesting. And I think that they had another show the next day, like, in another city. Hmm. They're doing a tour? Yeah, they were doing a tour. I mean, that's as big as it gets as a podcaster, I guess. Yeah, I know. And the, uh, one of them has a podcast with his wife, like Sawbones. And about like medical stuff, and they were the opener, so they had to open their podcast. Oh my god! So it was a, it was a double. Yeah, they had to open their podcast, and that one was cool too. I hadn't even heard that one before. What I think we need to do is we need to hitch our our train to our our cabins to some rising. St- I'll open 
First I know. Well, well, because they're in um, they're in uh, Maximum Fun. Right. But the oh, by the way, we just got the domain name soon to be named network.com. Did you see, I know we did. Did you see all that conversation about the members? I didn't I didn't see it. A lot of people bitching and moaning. Well, one person in particular bitching and moaning. About what? About the name? Oh, I don't like the name. Oh, that was I mean, that was my impersonation of Brian. I mean, technically I still own it, so I mean, they don't <laughs> <laughs> I mean, I know you offered to like help pay and stuff. Like that's cool, but it's under my name. I can use it for something else because I think it's a cool name regardless. <laughs> <laughs> so anyway, there's that. Um, uh, so also, like I said, PAX was here this weekend. There is, I really regret not going, um, but because I, it's normally on the weekend, it's normally on this following weekend right now, which is Labor Day weekend. It's normally on Labor Day weekend. They did do it on Labor Day. Um, so I didn't buy tickets because I, I generally go out of town on Labor Day. And now, yeah. of course, it didn't happen on Labor Day and I didn't go, so I was pissed off. I think it's super hard to get tickets, though. It's not that hard if you just buy them the day they go on sale. And I saw and they sell like the first hour or something. They do, but then I looked on Craigslist, and there was a whole bunch of tickets for Sunday for pretty cheap. Oh, really? Huh? Yeah, because I think people just bought them and they thought they could like scalp them or whatever, and it got really late, and they were like, "Oh, they- <laughs> yeah, I can see that happening." Um, so yeah, I saw, I saw tickets. The guy was like, I have, I'm leaving on, I have tickets for Saturday and Sunday and Friday, but I'm leaving on Sunday on a plane. If you want, I'll sell you my tickets for 20 bucks, but you Damn, have to, miss, yeah, that's pretty good. But you have to miss the first three hours of the show. Cause I'm going to go in the morning. And I was like, I'll do, I would do that 20 bucks and just miss three hours of the show. Whatever. Can you just transfer them like that though? I mean, doesn't it have your name on it or something. It doesn't have your name on it. It's just a badge. I guess also like they're not looking that closely. Yeah, I, I, I remember a while back, some people were just like literally printing out and laminating stuff and just getting in. Yeah, it seems like pretty easy. Yeah. Um, so I've gone in the past. It's a really good time. I'm, I hope next year I'll get to go. And it's not like nothing stopped me from going. I mean, outside of my ice capades. What? <laughs> um, <laughs> um, but yeah, the... Uh, I, I would. I'm definitely going to go next year, if, assuming it doesn't oh. happen on Labor Day. That's cool. But also uh, on the the note of um, podcasts and whatnot, I thought it was also cool. My friend was telling me about the, um, you know, uh, yeah, dude, right? The podcast. Nope. Oh, I guess that one's like super big, like one of the biggest ones or something, apparently. But um, they just like had regular jobs, like working at like a store and like an auto shop or something. But it's like really big and they started doing that um the uh like and they had so many opportunities to monetize but they just didn't because like they didn't like want to bother and stuff right but um so they started doing the patron thing or whatever what's it called patreon that's what we're planning on doing at some point i know yeah so they decided like oh i guess like we'll just do it and so they did a thing that like oh i guess if like we have the setup now if we can get to this amount like because you know i guess you put amounts that you you know tears or something like Kickstarting, it's, huh? Yeah, it's essentially it's like every episode that you do, they like you essentially like you say, Oh, I really like a show, so every episode you do, I'll give you a buck or I'll give you two bucks. So like and they say, Oh, if you give us a buck an episode, you get this. If you get two bucks an episode, this. If you give it ten dollars an episode or a month or whatever, you get this. If you get seventy five, we'll give you this. And it's like a tiered thing. But yeah, so they set up the tier thing and they said like if we make uh this much money, if we can get this much, then 
we'll just quit our jobs and only do the show, like, and, you know, have more segments and whatever. And, like, they ended up getting, like, five times that much as their, like, quit their jobs amount, which was already high. I guess it worked out to something like $25,000 a month. Per person? Of, like, or... off oh, of their really? Wow. Yeah. I mean, they're, like, pretty big, but they weren't, like, doing anything to make money off of it. That's crazy. Yeah. But, uh, so, yeah, I mean, it's... I kind of, I just don't want to deal with a low money, I guess. <laughs> I mean, like, I feel like if it's like barely any money, it's not even like, I'm not going to use that. Like, I don't know. Did you say $25,000 a month? Yeah. That's a pretty good living. Yeah. It was like super low. I mean, I think that's between two of them, but still like to do the show. Yeah. That's yeah. That's still, like way a lot. <laughs> that's a lot of money. I mean, we could do a first room parlance freaking every day for that much money. I know. Yeah. And, but anyways, and still have time to do plenty of other shit. <laughs> yeah, no, I would, yeah, I would do that if that was the case. But I'm pretty sure we don't have that viewer base. <laughs> no, we don't. We just have, like I said, we got to be, we got to open. We have to be part of an opening act of some actual big podcast. Totes. Um, I know, I've said, and I've advocated for doing a live podcast at a bar somewhere. Yeah, that would be. I feel like I guess that would be cool, but I feel like we'd we'd just get like booed off <laughs> doing it live at a bar. I can't imagine like I don't know. I mean, maybe it'd be cool. I don't know, but all right. It's so a library, <laughs> a live what? Yeah, a library where they a couldn't library, be yeah. where they couldn't be rude. <laughs> that's like that's like on um on a uh, flight of the Concords. They like one of their shows was at a library, but they were like. <laughs> Yeah, it's like <laughs> live from Seattle Public Library. <laughs> yeah. It's pressure and parlance. <laughs> it sounds pretty good. <laughs> but yeah, no, that was cool. Hey, it was yo, inspiring. Hey, yo, everybody, how you doing? This is parlance. <laughs> <laughs> yes. <laughs> um, but, uh, so what's that, this? That, um... that, that would actually be a funny sketch. Like, um, uh, it's essentially like the 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 podcasting in public. Essentially, you just recording podcasts wherever. You, hey, everybody! Just like doing different podcasts. That's actually not that funny. I take that back. That's not a funny sketch. <laughs> <laughs> I know. <laughs> you, you caught it. You caught it. Yeah. <laughs> um. So I was reading this article, and I, I just wanted to, to – I didn't know this, and I'm I'm fairly certain you didn't know this, but sometimes you surprise me. I'd, I'm a surprising guy. But there was this what article – there was this article about Jackie Chan. Do you know who Jackie Chan is? I do. Um, did you know Jackie Chan last year was was the uh, – hold on. Let me see. I know that they have, they have like Jackie Chan restaurant in uh, Hong Kong, I think. All right. So apparently – um, many years ago, Jackie, oh, yeah. Jackie hired a, 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 what's matter? I didn't even read your thing, but like, so, well, that's what I was going to get at is that he's not an action star. Apparently he's been broadening his range of, uh, of his, um, his brand. his brand. And I had no idea last year he made $50 million putting him ahead of every other actor in the world outside what? of Robert Downey Jr. Yeah. Um, he made this movie called Dragon Blade. 
Yeah. Um, in, in China, I guess it even hasn't even released here. It made $120 million in China and 10 million of that went directly to Jackie Chan. What? And then on top of this, um, in 2000, he hired a consultant to help him make money off his name. Um, yeah. After he lost seven million, several million and then millions again in the 80s, investing in car repair shops, gift shops, and restaurants. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Chen was soon hawking a branded line of chocolates and oat cakes and had satellite California fitnesses in Asia named after him. Um, and then it says now he owns a fast-growing chain of movie theaters the Jackie Chan Cinema that has 213 screens across China. The first location, which opened in Beijing in 2010, claims to be the largest, the country's largest with 17 screens and 3,500 seats. That's he pretty good. shirts, hats, accessories, other clothing, emblem, emblem em, oh, I can't even say it, emblazoned with a red and black logo. He launched a chain of coffee shops, a sushi chain, um, and the now shuttered Jackie's Kitchen. He opened a Segway dealership in Hong Kong. Shuttered? What is that? What he? It's closed. Apparently, Jackie's oh, kitchen yeah. is closed. And um, and he opened a venture capital firm in Asia. It's pretty good. He also has. He's also a singer and has released more than twenty albums. Twenty albums? Yeah, twenty albums. That's that's. He's an active guy. That he chain. A, he does his own stunts and his own sponsorships. And I will say this last thing. Just like Warren Buffett and Bill Gates, Shan has pledged to donate half of his fortune to charity upon death. It's pretty good. He's worth $350 million. That's less than I would have thought, but it's still like way a lot of money. Well, considering he's making $50 million a year, I'm assuming that number is only going to go up. I know, right? Yeah. Yeah. That's pretty crazy, I guess. That is way crazy. I wonder uh, how he's going to do with this whole like China economy going down. That's crazy that it's like, affecting everything. He needs to invest in booze, Chinese booze. <laughs> I heard the wine market there is huge. Is it really? Yeah, they buy like really expensive wine. I mean, they just buy anything. China, rich Chinese people. I, I had no idea. Um, yep. so, you know, for not being prepared coming to the show, we've managed to get through 50 minutes without a stutter. <laughs> that's how, that's how, that's how like, the last probably like three weeks were. I um, think like, you said like uh, three weeks ago, like... You were like, oh, yeah, it's Thursday. We're doing the show. <laughs> <laughs> like, Literally on air. at like 5 o'clock. <laughs> <laughs> um, I, I'm normally way more prepared. It's been, Hey, it's the summer, man. Yeah, no, it's totally the summer. So I, I did want to bring up this other thing, and I, I know I've been monopolizing, but I've been kind of like pounding. Oh, cool. up I didn't have too much stuff. So uh, in, in uh, Michigan, um, there's this new thing called a fear camp. Do you have any idea what a fear camp is, Fresher? I do not. I assume it's a camp of fear. So, I'm going to oh. read the... Uh, oh. I, I, I think maybe. All right, go ahead. What do you think it is? No, I mean, it's like like a, like a murder mystery except for, for a horror-like theme camp. Sort of. Because I've heard of those. The fictional camp is about to become very real. Um... Uh, as Exit 13, Haunted House, and Town Square Media team up to present Michigan Fear Camp, a first-of-its-kind experience that will drop participants off in the middle of the woods to survive a real-life horror movie. Yeah, that's, yeah. that's the first one, though? I've heard of that before. The event will begin with participants meeting at Exit 13, 6069 North Saginaw Street in Mount, in Mount Morris on Saturday, September 12th. Once there, they will be shuttled to Camp Hatchet, a 40-acre patch of woods. I like Camp Hatchet. That's good. At an undisclosed location. 
Campers will be divided into three groups. Those who frighten easily, those who want to be scared, and the diehards who want a more extreme experience. <laughs> I wouldn't want to get in the wrong group. You're like, you're the one who's easily scared and you end up in the diehard group. You'd just be like cowering the whole time. Now that might be a sketch. Um, I know, yeah. Uh, that those... sounds like something they I'm sure that they did do that on a Japanese TV show. <laughs> Um, those who frighten easily will be able to return to their tents to be left alone. For those wanting the extreme experience, actors will be able to physically grab them from their tent and drag them into the woods. Damn, that's crazy. <laughs> In total, campers will have to survive 12 hours of terror. We want to scare the hell out of them, Long said, but we also want to make sure it's a safe environment. <laughs> <laughs> that sounds hard to, hard to do both. Uh, it says here... Um, at the end, it says, you want to scare the living hell out of people because that's what they want. Um, <laughs> tickets for the event start at $69. More information can be found at michiganfearcamp.com. So if you happen to be a listener and you're in Michigan, uh, on September, what was it? September 12th, you can meet. You can buy these tickets at Michigan Fear Camp and just meet at exit 13 uh, at 6069 North Saginaw Street. $69? $69 seems pretty cheap, but that's what it says it starts at. That's what it oh, starts yeah, at. Oh, yeah, yeah. I can see that. Let me see. I'm actually. Um, I can I'm, imagine. I can imagine you being there, like trying to be scared, and then like they just like pass you up because you have like you know the green armband that says you paid sixty nine dollars or whatever. <laughs> They're like, oh yeah, no, yeah, it's, oh, yeah, you're you're scared enough. <laughs> well, so I'm I'm actually at Michigan um, uh, FearCamp.com right now. Yeah, and they have a whole backstory about Camp Hatchet. Is it is it MichiganFearCamp.com? It is michiganfearcamp.com. So, by the way, the difference price between Frighten Easily and Extreme Scare is 20 bucks. $89 for the Extreme Care. Must be 18 or older. That's still pretty cheap. Here's, here's the conditions for the Extreme Scare. Must be 18 years or older. You are brave and up for anything. You will not get much sleep, if any. You will need to be prepared to be touched, grabbed, and even dragged. Nothing is off limits. Not even your tent is safe. You will have encounters with the members of the Hatchet family and the other zones. Note, there are four guests to one tent. If you purchase one or two tickets, you will be matched with like-minded guests in one tent. Well, that would be even more scary. That's even, yeah, I was going to say, that's even more scary. Meeting random Michigan people in the same tent. Ugh. I don't know. I see. I think this is how, how would they work legality of it? It seems like, I mean, you're signing away a lot, but they're still probably going to get sued. I have no idea. Warning, please read. Warning. This attraction what if, like you're with uh I feel like that if it's these people who want to be freaked out, you might be with like super crazy other people in your tent who aren't the actors who like are freaking you out. <laughs> you know what I mean? What if those other people in the tent are part of the scheme? Oh yeah, that would be that would be good. That would be way good. I'm already giving Michigan Fear Camp. You need to reach out to us, man. We're giving you some, uh, give me some tips here. It like they just the, end up being like dead or something. Yeah, they like you were like, hey Chuck, what's going on, Chuck? And then they open up the thing, and Chuck has blood coming out of his mouth. Oh yeah, I wonder if there's like a safe word or something. I don't know. Like what if? Yeah, I don't know. Well, here's what I don't understand. I would say it. It says here, this attraction uses loud noises, fog effects, realistic props, power tools and touches and sometimes grabs guests. 
But what I what I don't like at the bottom it says we will not condone unruly behavior and foul language. Yeah, <laughs> like foul language. So you're not allowed to say oh fuck when someone grabs you out of your tent, <laughs> drags you away. I know. Yeah, that seems rough. And also, it says mistreating of our performers or any un- um, unacceptable behavior. But if you're getting dragged out of your tent, you're just not allowed to like kick the guy. You know what yeah. I'm saying? Like, if this was a real horror movie, you get a fight back. Yeah, I don't know. It's, and like, if you're getting actually scared, that you're gonna just be like, not be able to hold back. You know what I mean? That's what I'm saying. It's like this. This is a recipe for disaster. It definitely is. Yeah. Put all of these things together. Ooh. Yeah. Go ahead. Oh, all those things together. Yeah. I was going to say, put it in a cauldron and, and what you're going to get is a giant bad idea soup. <laughs> I know. Um, uh, Do you want to bring up the new venture? Not yet, because I wanted to talk about Wes Craven dying. Okay. And I think we're going to hold off on that until we have something physical like to look at. Okay. Okay. That's yeah. good. Yeah. I don't want, I don't want anyone... To, to, to you don't want get... to be preemptive? Maybe next week. Next week, yeah. everyone. You're yeah, going to find a... out about an amazing new venture. Yep. Um, so Wes Craven died this week. I didn't realize he was as old as he was. And I don't know if you know Wes Cra- who Wes Craven was. I don't you know, know who is. Oh, boy. He <laughs> was uh, the guy, the director of, um, you know, Nightmare on Elm Street. Oh, yeah. I saw something about that. I, um, actually, he wrote Nightmare on Elm Street. Oh, really? Yeah, he wrote Nightmare on Elm Street. He also wrote Nightmare on Elm Street too. Well, actually, he didn't. He, was uh, there a wrote... second? Oh, yeah. No, those are the Freddy Krueger ones, right? Yeah, I think there was like a many, many, many Nightmare on Elm Streets. Um, but anyway, he um, he also directed Scream. Oh, really? I didn't know that was the same director. So let me let me tell you something a little little a little quick West Craven story because I don't I haven't I haven't told the story in years, um, but when I was at school at NYU, um, they used to always hand they they were always trying to get college age kids to do the free movies at NYU to like hey come on go to we got a free screening you want to come check it out come oh, on yeah in. yeah uh, and so um, I got I rarely participated I did it a couple times um, but this one I did and they were like. New Drew Barrymore movie. Oh, that was Scream? Yeah, they called it a Drew Barrymore movie. <laughs> it was like, no one ever heard, it wasn't in theaters, obviously. It was a test screening. Yeah. It, it didn't release for like another, I think like two months. Yeah. And so they were like, it's a horror movie directed by uh, Wes Craven starring Drew Barrymore. Yeah. So um. I think it was myself. I can't remember who went, but it was my good my good roommate Steve, myself. I like your good roommate. My good friend, my good friend and roommate Steve, who I'm still in contact. He just had a baby. Congratulations, Steve, if you're listening. Steve. Um, and uh, anyway, he went, and I think two other people went, and I can't remember who. They were just maybe random people from the dorm or whatever. Anyway. So we went to see this thing, and they're like, and I was like, I got the tickets. I was like, I don't know. So they said it's a Drew Carey, uh, Drew Barrymore movie, right? And they yeah. proceed to murder Drew Barrymore <laughs> in like the like the. It's like an homage to Psycho, you know, when they said it's a uh, yeah, yeah, yeah. So we and the it was a it was a crowd of rowdy college age. Like, yeah, it was a screening thing, right? Yeah, yeah, yeah exactly. And people were going 
bonkers. And this was before Scream was a thing. You know what I'm yeah. saying? Yeah, it was three, two months before the movie even came out. That's right. And people were going crazy. And, um, and uh, when we were... Um, the movie, everyone was like going bonkers. At the end, they were clapping. It was just like hooting and hollering the whole movie. It was like one of the most entertaining screenings I've ever been to. <laughs> um, and um, as we were leaving, we looked up in the back corner, and guess who was there? Wes Those Craven. Guys? Wes Craven was in the audience for that screening. Nice. So, um, no, I didn't talk to him. I was heading out the door, and someone was like, It's Wes Craven! <laughs> I couldn't even tell probably what he looked like, but someone pointed him out and knew what he looked so like. So you, you liked the movie though, right? Oh man, it was great. I told everybody about it. I was partially responsible for probably at least 20 ticket sales. Nice. Yeah, that was a that was a great, great, great uh like just because it was so new and fresh, like I know it was it was a good movie. It was it was uh it was it rejuvenated that whole kind of like horror genre, if you will. It was kind of a dead no one was going to see horror movies at that time. Yeah. Um, kind of like it rejuvenated that whole situation. So, um, but that's my little Wes Craven story. And uh, he is responsible for many, many great um, movies and and uh, maybe some not so great movies as well. But um, nevertheless. <laughs> what do you uh, think his worst movie is? Uh, I don't know. I'd have to look at his. I Frankly, I haven't seen many of them, but like. What was his name again? Wes Craven. But like he did, the hills have eyes. The hills have eyes too. Yeah, I just saw that MVV. Yeah, um, shocker probably might be pretty bad. So things he directed. Yeah. There was a Scream Four. Yeah, that's his last movie he directed. Oh, the Twilight Zone. Yeah, he. I think wasn't it Scream Four was the last movie he directed. Yeah, maybe it is for sure. Vampires yeah. in Brooklyn. Oh, that was a terrible movie. He made some bad movies. Vampires <laughs> in Brooklyn. Nightmare Cafe. I've never seen Nightmare. But he did Vampires in Brooklyn? He did not do Vampires in Brooklyn. That's what it says. Oh, he directed it. Oh, that movie was terrible. <laughs> that was a terrible movie. Night Visions. That's cool he did The Twilight Zone. Four point, dude, Vampires in Brooklyn only has a 4.4 rating on IMDb. Dude, Is that's, that low? It seems that's, like... Out of 10? That's pretty oh, low. 10, yeah. I bet you Shocker is even higher. Let's see what Shocker is. Shocker is also a pretty bad movie, if I remember. Oh, yeah. Here's 1989. Yeah. 5.4. Yeah, that's higher. The cover of that looks stupid. Yeah. Pretty funny. He's made some pretty bad. My Soul to Take, which he directed in 2010, is a 4.8. Now that I look at it, he's made some really bad movies. (laughs) He did Scream, though. Yeah, and that's the most important thing. That's my, well, well, actually, what? Wait, 2015 Freddy Krueger Nightmare on Vape Street? What? That sounds oh horrible. What does that even mean? It sounds like a really bad short film that was not very good. Did they make it? I get. I don't... They got I have 7. no 7.2 out of 10, I guess. From seven users, so apparently people watched it. I have no idea. That's crazy. So anyway, R.I.P. W.C. <laughs> so anyway, cool. Anything, I I saw you have one thing here. Did you want to? Did you want to talk um, about? It? Oh, the, the VMA, dude. Did you want to talk VMAs real oh. quick? Uh, nah. 
Yeah, I think it's cool. I mean, I don't actually, I only know hearsay. I didn't see it. You actually watched it. I did actually watch it and it was a train wreck that I, it was one of those where the train wreck was happening in slow motion and it was so just, dis- <laughs> and it was like, yeah, but you're still looking. Yeah, you're like, oh, 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 oh. <laughs> yeah. Um, so apparently, I didn't see this, is that, um, is that What's-Her-Face had a nip slip, which I had really? no idea. Uh, Miley Cyrus actually sh- re- showed her boob. Really? In live. Her stuff was all, like, super revealing anyways. I, first off, I don't understand why she was naked behind a sheet. Like, why she was doing that, and then she came out, and, like, her boob just popped out. It had to be, like, on purpose. <laughs> um, secondly, Kanye, um, his acceptance for Icon or Music Icon. Oh, yeah, um, that's the main thing that I heard about. It was, uh, I can't, like, I don't really, I don't, I can't decide, like, was it good, was it bad? Like, I, it was just really <laughs> hard to decipher what it what it was he was trying to come across, and then... He, because he kept he kept stopping and then saying "bruh" and like going back. <laughs> it was just very. He was just going back and forth. I almost need to read the transcript of it to maybe coherently piece it together in my mind, <laughs> which I know is out there. But then at the end, um, he apologized for being a jerk. But he said, "I don't." And then he didn't apologize. And then he said, "I don't care." <laughs> yeah, yeah. And then he said he did it because he wanted people to like him, which is kind of true, right? You do things because you want people to like them, like you. Still, though. But, like, you didn't have to be such a jerk, I guess. But then... And he's saying, like, on TV. Yeah, he's saying, exactly, after taking a music icon award. And then, like... But then at the end, he announces that he's going to run for president in 2020. I know. (laughs) That's a pretty good ending, though. Is he serious, do you think? I mean, isn't that... I think he'd get pretty far. Uh, I don't. I mean, I don't know. Maybe he will. I have no idea. And I think maybe that was the point he was trying to make, which is like the culture is so effed up that like it's all about popularity and it's about (laughs) and that like why not run for president? I think maybe that was like what he was getting at. I have no idea, frankly. I can't. Here's the thing. I, I kind of like toe the line between Kanye being brilliant and Kanye being just like, not brilliant. You know what I'm saying? Like just stupid. And yeah, I, I mean, I, he, I don't think he's stupid, but I mean, he's definitely like, he's a, he's a, he's a something. <laughs> I, I, the thing is, is like the things he does and the, and the performances he makes and the song and his style is very, he has a very good style, but like, um, it's, it's, it's borderline. The question becomes, is it borderline too much? Yeah. And maybe that's what I'm thinking of. Is he brilliant or is he just too much? I don't even think it's borderline too much. It is too much. But is that brilliant? He's still like, yeah. I mean, he's doing stuff. Like, he's successful. He's very successful. And matter of fact, I I watched after that, I watched his um, back when Katrina, they were doing the benefit thing and he was on with Mike Myers and and he just went off the rails. And was just like goes off the rails. Yeah, but I know. But this one was like in particular. He just didn't. He he, it was Mike Myers was just like, oh, blah blah blah. We do this reading the cue cards perfectly, and then and then uh, Kanye West just completely goes off the cue cards and just goes off. And you could tell he's like super nervous as he's doing it, but he wants to do it, so he's going to do it, and he just does it. And he just essentially says they're killing people. And then at the end, he's like, George Bush doesn't like black people. Yeah. I know he's he's like totally he's he's like the epitome of wild card. 
Uh, it's like, it, and then they cut to Chris Tucker, who's like, ah! <laughs> <laughs> it was like, it was pretty crazy to to like, yeah, Kanye. This is my, I guess my point is like, I almost like, I admire him. I don't really hate him, but I'm confused by him. So therefore, I think I'll just say what I kind of like him. I guess. Yeah. No. I mean, I think he's all right. I mean, I think he's like good at. He's good at what he does. I mean, he's but, good at like keeping it real or whatever, whatever his real is. Right. But that's my worry is that the real is fake and that the fake is real. Like, so it's like, so the things he does are actually like the things that he gets known for are the fake things. So I don't, I don't know. I don't that's, think anything that he does is fake. Hmm. I think that he's just like a super eccentric, crazy person that like does stuff. But he's like pretty good at it. But like he's, you know, he's totally like stuck up about it. But then it's like good. So that's what he says. He's like, you know, people have hate me, but my stuff's still awesome. <laughs> you know what I mean? Right. And there was an article, you know, Pitchfork. Yeah. There was an article that came out like pro Kanye from Pitch, Pitchfork. A yeah. pro Kanye thing that's saying like essentially taking the race card into effect and saying like a you know, a black cocky person is considered like a thug or whatever, something like that. Whereas a, a cocky white person is considered brash and like an upstart. And, and like the way we treat that attitude between races is, is different. And, huh. and Kanye gets brandished as this extent, like essentially like this uh, loose cannon. And it's because of his race. Whereas if, there was, if it was someone that was white, they probably would be treated differently. And then I was thinking about like Donald Trump, yeah, and how he has his rabid following. And I often think like maybe that was the point Kanye was trying to make when he said he was running for president in twenty twenty. I don't think Is- that he was. So I think that people, I don't think that like stuff that Kanye does, he, there's no deep meaning. You don't I mean, think I don't so? Think, like he's like has messages. I think he just like says stuff. I think he is strategic and I think he does have messages. I just, sometimes I can't decipher them. That's yeah. But I mean, you could think that about anyone. True. I mean, okay. Well, I think we both could agree that we like him. Yeah. Kanye, Kanye's he's all right in my book. <laughs> <laughs> all right. So I think we should leave it at that. Kanye's okay. We're, Kanye. that's, and that's the episode. That's the name of this episode. Kanye. Okay. I um, put a picture of Kanye for the front, but I probably we shouldn't. Yeah, okay, oh Kanye. Yeah, he's oh Kanye. Yeah, um, I guess that's about it. Uh, there was a Nicki Minaj situation that happened with Miley, which I didn't understand at all. Um, and it it in celebrity, I feel like celebrity, um, celebrity. I don't know. Modern celebrities almost feud as if they're professional wrestlers. Yeah, yeah. And, and like, but as someone once said today professional wrestlers do it better <laughs> so, uh, it's their job it's just like the side side hobby of celebrities yeah um so anyway uh i think that about does it do you have anything else you want to okay. add no but we should do the shout outs oh yes soon to be named network we have uh we have the <laughs> i'm going to try to get this correct all the way through today we have uh we need the, to just have a record that we push a button and it does it Right. We have Longbox Heroes starring Todd and Leonard. 
They talk about comic books weekly. Check it out if you like sort of thing. We have Podvocacy with David and Jason. They talk about pop culture. Now that the fall season is starting, they're going to have a whole slew of episodic reviews of their favorite shows, such as... I know I'm excited about shows starting. Black Hot and... Uh, and uh, what's it agents of shield and gotham and you name it they'll review it if you like that sort of thing check it out there's also dad distractions that show hasn't been hasn't had a new episode since august 7th but that's featuring leonard and brian they talk about the foibles of being parents also we have the prodigal sons podcast featuring ian jared brian and another guy <laughs> Who is that? Adam. Oh, yeah. Yeah, your arch nemesis, Adam. (laughs) And they're a a more blue podcast than us, and they talk about things in the news. They do some movie reviews, and they're generally just okay guys that... How do they uh, do... I guess I could answer this myself, but we get promoted in their podcast? Yes. What do they say? What's, What's our tagline? They don't, they're no, they're, uh, they're the worst. I'm, <laughs> they're the worst at promos. They're the worst. So we don't even have a tagline? I don't they're, know what our tagline would be. I already told you what it was, unprepared. Oh yeah, that's right. Yeah, anyway. Oh yeah, that, that, uh, speaking of that, uh, Tom also tweeted earlier. Uh, oh yeah, hashtag unwatchable, unforgiven. With a picture of the Unforgiven. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> uh, unwatchable, Unforgiven. Anyway, no, it's it's uh, unprepared. I forget what is it. Un whatever. I forget. Anyway, doesn't matter. Yeah, but our our our. And a matter of fact, Leonard, who is uh, I think probably the largest proponent of our podcast across the network, certainly listens to us every week, gives us notes, posts on YouTube. That is, Those, yeah. He's he's a I would call a great guy and a super fan. Um, he has said on a number of occasions that the that Parlance does the best uh, call outs and shout outs for our you network. Definitely do. Yeah. So, um, <laughs> but th- th- those guys they just like uh, they don't want to even do it. Whereas I enjoy doing it. And then I last know. but last but not least, we have the latest addition to the uh, to the soon to be named network, uh, Puzzle Warriors Three. Uh, I could not tell you who's in that actually. So I know Ian is in it from the, the, um, the prodigal sons podcast. And Ian was also a surprise guest in uh, invited into our fantasy football, my fantasy football league this year. Ian is part of our fantasy football. So, uh, so maybe we could bring him on here to talk some stuff. Matter of fact, oh, yeah. I was thinking maybe if, um, if Ian and I play, you know, cause he's head to head, I was thinking I was going to, we could bring on, um, on, you know, we could talk, talk smack to each other for that week and who's going to win and we could talk about some stuff. So Back talk. So anyway, um, there's that. And that is a Marvel puzzle quest um, themed podcast. It's only a half hour long. I think they've only done three episodes. So if you like Marvel heroes and popping bubbles, <laughs> check out puzzle warriors three on iTunes. And that about does it for our network. That was PW3. like three. Yeah, that was too long. Well, that was a great episode. Everyone. Thanks for watching. Yep, and as always, thank you fans for staying tuned, listening to the end. And uh, since you made it to the end, I'm going to give you a great treat by signing off. Sayonara, muchachos. Later, taters. Maybe I could actually close it. <laughs>